Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we are starting our next four-part series, and this is named uh, Email Marketing Mastery. So today we're going to look at setting your uh, business up for email marketing success. And when I mentioned that email marketing needs to be a key component to your overall marketing strategy, a, co- a common response that I get is, isn't that so yesterday? And to borrow a famous quote from Mark Twain, uh, reports of email marketing's death are greatly exaggerated. And in fact, done right, uh, email is one of the most cost-effective marketing strategies you can use to reach your target audience. So I want to go over uh, six reasons why email marketing is still important. Important. And the first one is it's actually more effective than social media for customer acquisition. Uh, social media is important for developing that relationship, but email is where that conversion is going to happen. And Eric Harberson of uh, a Weber, he's the chief marketing officer there, and A Weber is an email marketing platform. He says if social media is a cocktail party, then email marketing is the meetup for coffee. It's the original one-to-one channel. And I really like that quote because it really talks about how um, you can get to personally know uh, your customers or your subscribers, and they can get to personally know you through email marketing better than through any other um, marketing channel. And the people that um, buy products through email uh, spend actually 138% more than people who don't receive email uh, offers. So that's really why it's one of the more effective ways to uh, market to your audience. The second reason why email marketing is still important is it's economic and cost effective. And you can reach a large audience for next to nothing compared to traditional marketing, uh, such as direct email. And we'll go into that a little bit more in detail. But I think it's really important to note that um, email marketing has an average ROI of about $38 to every dollar spent on actual marketing. So um, part of this is due to the closer relationship you have with your customer than if you were to send a direct mail um, piece or, or some other type of direct mail advertising or traditional advertising. Uh, email marketing is also personable and customable customizable. So if you do it right, you can address the email specifically to the recipient, um, rather, uh, almost like Dear John or Dear Jane, rather than, hey, all you listeners out there. Um, and you can also tag and segment your your list so that you know their dislikes, their likes, how they got on your list, and you can go even deeper as to what they've bought, what they've looked at, what they've clicked through on your emails, that sort of stuff. Um, and personalized emails actually improve click-through rates with their call to actions by about 14% and, and also conversions by about 10%. So you also need to make sure that you're purposeful when you're developing your message um, because no one likes spam. So in one study, uh, 62% of respondents said that they received content that isn't relevant or of interest to them. So it's really important to make sure that you are continuously tracking your uh, subscribers' behaviors so that you can make it personalized and customized to their needs and wants at that time. Emails are also actionable, so you can tell them what to do, like you can tell them to click through, you can tell them to sign up or forward the message or buy your product or service or something like that. And you can also create a sense of urgency that really isn't felt if you're just using social media to promote your products and services. Uh, Email is also measurable so that you know who opened your email, who's clicked through, 
um, what your bounce rates are. Um, you can uh, look at some analytics so so that you can actually tell exactly how each mail marketing campaign has gone. Um, you can make some adjustments and and just make sure that your email marketing campaigns are are more successful down the road because you've been able to measure it and analyze it. And then uh, the last reason that I have for why email marketing is still important is uh, it's become mobile friendly. Okay, so for the purposes of our discussion today, I want to make sure that you understand that while we're looking at email marketing mastery in general, we're talking about inbound marketing as opposed to outbound marketing. And there's an extremely important difference here that I want you to understand, a key to making your email marketing strategy a success. So let's first look at in outbound marketing, and I want to give you a definition and some examples. So I like WordStream's definition of outbound marketing, and they say that it refers to any kind of marketing where a company initiates the conversation and sends its message out to the audience. Um, if you think about it, this is what we would refer to as uh, traditional marketing or interruptive marketing. And the idea is that you're sending out your message to everyone and anyone, regardless of whether they have a relationship with you, and regardless of whether they need your product or service. So even though it's really uh, simplifying this approach, this is what I kind of like to call spray, the spray and pray method of marketing, where you're hoping that those that are interested in your product or service are listening or watching or getting that message, and you're not really sure if they are or not. And in the past, this has included most forms of advertising, such as TV and radio ads, um, billboards, direct mail pieces, and even cold call marketing um, along with other techniques. Um, what you're doing is you're interrupting your audience's daily life for a message that they most likely don't want to hear. And we've all been subject to this, uh, whether it's a telemarketer or email spam messages. We know that it's highly annoying and we wish that it would go away. So this is one of those things that we want to avoid at all costs. Um, and on the other hand, in a nutshell, inbound marketing is the exact opposite. HubSpot says that inbound marketing is focused on attracting customers through relevant and helpful content and adding value at every stage in your customer's buying journey. With outbound marketing, potential customers find you through channels like blogs, search engines, and social media. And the idea here is that your audience has found you and has already taken an interest in what you have to offer. So they may be at different stages in the purchase process or buying journey, but they are looking at you for various answers to their questions. This is really where you have an opportunity to uh, provide the valuable information that these customers or potential customers are looking for as they move through the decision-making process. And I just think that by these definitions, you get an idea of what we're looking at with email marketing, and it's really primarily an inbound strategy at best. And another way to look, think about outbound marketing is that it's a push strategy. You're trying to uh, push your potential uh, customers to uh, purchase your product or service, regardless of the, whether they're really ready to buy or, or not. And on the other hand, inbound marketing is a pull strategy. You're providing that valuable content, and it may be through your blog, or it may be through social media, or from some other uh, form, format that entices your customer to learn more about you, and they're opting into that conversation with you so that they can be better informed of the decision that they're making, and they get to know, like, and trust you. So there's four reasons why inbound marketing is more attractive. One that we've talked about when we talked about the overall reasons why email is important still, it's really less expensive. If you think about it, um, there's a lot of costs involved in putting together a brochure, um, buying advertising space on TV or ra radio, um, mailing uh, the mailing costs, and there's a lot more. With inbound marketing, you're really only paying for the cost of the email marketing service, and it's spread across everyone that you're mailing to. So it's virtually pennies uh, for each email that you send out. Um, it encourages two-way conversations. So it's not only that you, they're getting to know, like, and trust you, but you're learning more about them. 
So it's really a two-way street, and that's something that you really can't do with outbound marketing because you're always pushing your message out. It, another reason why it's important is your message won't be tuned out because we tune out spam messages, which is basically what outbound marketing is, but because um, your audience has asked to receive that information from you, they're going to digest that, especially if you've gone through the trouble of making sure that it's valuable content and it's right on target with what they're looking for. And the last reason why inbound is more attractive is it doesn't feel like you're giving a sales pitch. And I don't know about, uh, about you, but I hate being that salesperson. I always feel like I'm the uh, used car salesman when I'm trying to pitch somebody to buy my products. I'd rather much give them the valuable information that they need and take them along that customer journey that we were talking about. And when it's time for them to buy a product, it's more like, um, hey, uh, why don't you think about buying this? Uh, it, it will solve your problem, and that's really what you want to do. And it's not the buy my product now or buy my service now that we hear when, when we're looking at outbound uh, marketing. So it's time for our first break, and when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on the fundamentals that you need to understand to build a successful email marketing strategy. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we started our discussion on email marketing mastery by talking about the difference between inbound and outbound marketing and why you should look at email as an inbound marketing strategy. We're going to start looking at some of the components that are essential to building a strong foundation for your email marketing. But before we get there, I want to make sure that you understand the different stages of inbound marketing so that you know where email falls in the overall game plan. And there there are four basic stages when you're talking about inbound marketing. And if you've listened to the episode that I did a while back on sales funnels, the inbound marketing uh, stages actually correlate to the simplified sales funnel that I presented in that episode. And if you want to go back and listen to that episode, you can find it at bit.ly slash mtwbtb 
32. And we talked about three stages for the sales funnel. The first stage was awareness, and this is where they become aware of your existence. It could be from a blog post that they read. It could be through social media, a keyword research, on, uh, some keyword research on Google, or it could even be you meeting them at an event such as a trade show or a conference or something like that. And what you're doing at this stage is you're providing them with useful content. Um, and in this stage, these people are pretty much strangers to you, and, and you're trying to draw them in with your content as visitors. At the end of this stage, what's going to happen is they're going to start gathering a little more information that will help them make some decisions that they're looking for, whether it's a problem that they're trying to solve or an opportunity that they're looking at. And most likely what they'll do is they'll find a landing page um, that offers them a simple download in exchange for their email address and, or they'll sign up for your e email newsletter or for your to get your blog posts through email or something like that um, and if you've met in person they'll probably say hey send me some more information the the key that I want you to remember is that this is inbound marketing so they're actually requesting that information from you and um, if you're taking their business card at a trade show or something what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to go around collecting all those uh, business cards and then automatically putting them in your database and starting to send them email. That's outbound marketing. That's not what we're talking about here. They have to actually ask you for some information. So make sure that, that they have asked you and that you're not just sending just to send them an email. Um, the next stage in the um, e inbound marketing um, uh, pattern and, and in your sales funnel is the nurture stage. And this is really where you're starting to build that relationship. So they've gone from being a stranger to asking you for information and uh, you can actually consider them a, a lead at this stage. And they've uh, truly interested in finding out more about you and now's the time that you can start giving them some valuable information that's relevant to their particular situation. And this is where they get to know, like, and trust you to the point of making their actual purchase. And uh, nurturing your leads is not really reminding them that you exist and they should choose you. It's really making sure that um, you're staying top of mind and you're, you're not trying to trick them into buying from you. It's really building that relationship. And it's not obnoxious or pushy. It's really that gentle uh, push or piece of guidance that can make the difference between someone uh, who forgot about your business and someone who uh, completes a transaction with you. And then once they've gotten through that nurture stage and they're ready to make a decision, uh, that's when they go into the sales and conversion stage. Um, and this is where uh, you'll want to make sure that they have the, the whole idea behind your offers or your services, and they really uh, are able to push that button. So it's important to make sure that when you're putting together your email marketing uh, strategy, that you have that stage where you know that they're at the verge of making that decision, and you offer them what they need exactly at the right time to make that decision. And uh, that, those are the three stages that we talked about within your sales funnel. But with inbound marketing, there's actually a fourth stage. And it's just as equally important as the other stages. And that's what I like to call the raving fan stage. And this is where once they've purchased from you, um, your relationship as a customer and a, a provider doesn't stop. And this is where a lot of businesses get stuck. They usually get to the transaction and they say, okay, I'm done with the transaction. Let's move on to the next customer or next potential customer. But this is where you want to make sure that your customers are satisfied by following up with them with product guides, um, surveys to make sure that they're satisfied with with their purchase um, and other useful information that will help them feel like a valued customer. The idea here is to get them to become one of your raving fans so that what they'll do is they'll start talking to their um, audience and, and, and their group of friends about how good you are and, and they'll start getting them into this sales cycle so that they'll their friends will go from being a stranger to um, being a lead to being a customer and to being raving fans. And that's how you're really going to start to grow your email list and to grow your um, your customer base. Uh, 
So when uh, once now that you've understood those four stages of the inbound marketing um, uh, process, where email marketing falls, it's in those last three stages. So in the nurture stage, the sales conversion stage, and the raving fan stage. And once they've made the choice to pursue that relationship with you, that that hopefully leads to that purchase and, and it's where they become that lifelong customer. So this is where your email strategy really should start. And to be successful about it, what you want to do is you need to make sure that you have a solid understanding of the following four components to that strategy. And that is you need to know who your ideal customer avatar is. You need to know the customer journey itself, um, what content you're going to use, and how you're going to use your contacts. So let's go through each of these four critical components. And the first one that I mentioned was the ideal customer avatar. And if you've been listening to marketing that won't break the bank for a while, you know that I always come back to the fact that you truly need to know your customer before you can market to them. Anyone and everyone is not your customer. You have to really hone in on who that customer is so that you can um, talk to them in their language and at their at their point in the sales cycle. So the best way to do this is to um, look at their demographics, their likes and their dislikes, their pain points, and a whole lot more. And I'm not really going to go into any of the details here, but you can go back and listen to the episode on uh, marketing to your ideal customer. Um, and that would be at bit.ly slash mtwbtb2. And what you want to do is you really want to remember to be as specific as possible. And don't be afraid that you're leaving an audience out there if you narrow your audience too much. It's better to create several different avatars than to make one in general. And that's really important when we start talking about segmenting your email list and all that, because you're going to be talking to that specific audience and almost as if you're talking to them uh, over a cup of coffee. So you're okay if you have a couple of different customer avatars because you're going to email them differently and and they're going to be going through a different sales process and all that sort of stuff. And if you truly have significant audiences, you really do want to make sure that you have more than one um, customer avatar because it's going to be so much easier to, to deal with. So the second critical component is your customer journey. And for this component, you need to understand the thought process and the steps that are involved in taking your ideal customer from stranger to a lead to a customer. And that really follows the uh, sales process that we discussed earlier. So you really need to look at three key areas. The first is awareness where your prospect is experiencing a problem and has identified or has identified an opportunity that they want to pursue. And then once they've gotten over that area, then you want to consider they, they move into the consideration where they've firmly defined and actually given a name to that problem that they have or that opportunity that they want to pursue. And then they move into what I call the decision area or the decision stage. And this is where they've actually decided on a specific solution, a strategy or approach that they're going to take or that they're actually gonna take that opportunity. And, and once you understand that, you're going to be able to develop content specifically for each stage of that customer journey. And um, that's really what the next component is, is that content. So when you're creating that content, you want to make sure you're aware of the context or where they are on that customer journey. So um, you want to make sure that you're not sending, so so for example, you don't want to send a discount um, for your products or services to somebody who's just trying to build awareness of who you are and really trying to define that problem. Um, you want to make sure that you're giving them the information that um, they need to start to get to know, like, and trust you and to actually define that problem so that they know what they're looking at and they know um, the various options that they have to solve that problem. If you start put it, giving them the sales pitch when they're in the awareness stage or the um, consideration stage, it'll probably be a, a little off-putting and most likely they will unsubscribe from your email list. So you want to really avoid that. 
And then the last critical component that you want to look at when you're uh, building that foundation for your email marketing is your contact list. And this is more than just having their name and their email address. It's really critical that you have more as much information about your contacts as you can so that you can identify specifically where they are on their customer journey and how they things like how they found you, uh, what they're interested in. So it goes back to that ideal customer avatar, um, what emails they have reacted to. So have they clicked through on, on an email or have they taken um, action on something that you've sent them? And, and the thing is that your contact information is golden. It's really the key to all your sales and marketing strategies, and it must be as clean and detailed as possible. And if, if, it's, if it's not that clean, what's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of people bouncing. Um, the emails aren't going to get through. You're going to be sending the wrong message out to them. Um, and, and there's a lot of other things that um, will happen if your contact list isn't clean. And I want you to remember that we're working under the assumption that your email marketing um, is an inbound strategy so that they've actually requested that information. And uh, one of the questions that I get a lot is about buying email lists. And I really want to make sure that you understand that that's more of an outbound strategy because you don't know who's on that list. They don't know who you are. And if you're sending emails to this a list that you purchased, there's a lot of chances that they're going to see it as spam. Um, they're going to report you um, as spam and you could get blacklisted. So I want you to make sure that you're building your list yourself and not uh, relying on others to build that list for you. And it's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at the elements that you need to keep in mind when you're building your email marketing strategy. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Uh, before the break, we discussed the four critical components to building a strong foundation for your email marketing strategy. And now we're going to look at some of the elements that can make your email marketing strategy a success. And there's four key elements that you need to keep in mind when you're building your email marketing strategy. Over uh, These elements will help you uh, fine-tune your strategy over time, and it'll also uh, allow you to effectively market to your subscribers at each step on their customer journey. So you, I want you to remember that our starting point for your email marketing strategy is when they've actually opted in to start a relationship for, with you, and it's where they're going to find out more about you so that they can begin the process of uh, knowing, liking, and trusting you. So the four elements that we're going to discuss now are um, building your email marketing strategy with mobile in mind, uh, segmentation of your contact list, email personalization, and analytics. 
So uh, the first one that we're going to look at is building with mobile in mind. And as I said earlier, email is one of the most effective ways to stay in contact with your subscribers and your audience. And over 80% of smartphone users uh, say that email is the, the most important thing that they do on their smartphones. Um, so this means that you need to make sure that your emails are not only easily accessible on a smart on a uh, mobile device, but they can actually be read. Um, there's a whole big difference between being accessible and being able to read it. And you want to make sure that wherever whatever email software that you're using or platform that you're using, it's mobile responsive. And if not, you can lose your audience just right out of the gate. I mean, it's like going to a website that hasn't doesn't have a responsive um, uh, design to it, and you have to always be uh, enlarging it on your smartphone to see everything, and you're moving around on it, and it's highly annoying. The same thing happens with emails if they're not mobile-friendly. So some of the things that you want to consider when you're building your emails for uh, mobile devices is you want to make sure that you keep your uh, subject line short. Um, you, if you're looking at a desktop version of a, a subject line, you can probably get away with about 60 characters. But if you're looking at mobile, you probably want to use only 25 to 30 because the rest of it will be lost and it won't it just won't look right it'll it'll wrap around or it'll actually have a dot 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 to see what the rest of it is because it, it couldn't fit on the screen um, you also want to use a larger font and this goes back to the having to um, expand the screen in order to read it um, so instead of using an 11 point or 12 point font for your body text that you would use for a desktop version of a um, email message you probably want to choose something around 14 point um, and for your headlines you want to choose something around 20 point or larger um, it'll look smaller it'll look normal at that size on your uh, mobile phone um, because because of the way that it, it shrinks everything but that way people can actually read it you also want to make sure that your call to action is prominent don't just put it at the bottom make it big make it highlighted do something so that people um, can see it and it stands out um, the other thing with mobile um, you know we're, we're a visual uh, society right now but with emails you you want to make sure that you're using your um, images sparingly um, because a lot of mobile devices, when it comes to emails, it will uh, disregard the images. It won't show the images unless you tell it to. So if you're using a lot of e uh, images in your email message, it's going to show up as blank space. Um, so you want to make sure that you're just using them uh, them sparingly. And you want to make sure on uh, in your email messages that you're short and concise and relevant because uh, you don't want them scrolling through these long email messages. They're going to get lost and, and your message is going to be get lost in them as well. And the last... Um, the last thing that I want you to consider when you're developing your emails for a mobile device is to look at a single column layout. It is so much easier for people to read that single column layout on a mobile device than it is if you have multiple columns because it may not uh, format correctly on their smart device. So once you have uh, put together your strategy with uh, mobile forward thinking, the next thing that you want to uh, pay attention to is segmentation of your contact list. And this is really critical because not everybody on your list is at the same point in their customer journey. So uh, this is where uh, it, choosing who to mail to and who not to mail to uh, a specific message is, is really important. Um, this is how you can do that. And what we mean by segmenting is that you're putting each of your content, uh, your contacts into buckets that you define. So it could be as easy as if uh, of, uh, they downloaded a specific freebie that you offered or they, um, they got on your list through a specific uh, email sign-up or they, they've followed different links on and they've had different interactions with you. There's a lot of different ways that you can segment your contact list. And what it does is it helps with 
uh, a lot of different things as you go down the road with your email marketing. Um, some of those are it'll increase your open rates because you're targeting a specific subgroup of your whole contact list. Um, and your subject line is uh, laser focused on their specific uh, topic or what they think is valuable or where they are in the customer journey. It'll also increase your click-through rates because you're creating and sending them that valuable content that's specific to them. It'll also decrease your unsubscribe rates um, because you're giving them the information that they absolutely want. And it'll also increase your overall customer satisfaction because they, uh, your customers really need to feel that you're talking specifically to them and you're listening to them. And the way that you do that is really through this segmentation effort um, so that you're providing them uh, information with specific uh, things that they specifically need. Um, if you're not segmenting your list, uh, your message may just be too general and it may be off-putting. It's kind of like uh, how I describe the anyone and everyone when you're putting together your target market and you're talking about um, uh, someone who, uh, if you're selling uh, skincare products um, and you say that your market is everyone who has skin, well, there's a, that doesn't tell you anything about your, your market and, and you'd have to keep your message general. But if you could uh, hone in your message so that you're talking to people who are looking at ways to uh, anti-aging remedies for their skin or if they have acne and you can segment your your audience that way then you can really hone in on your message and it really sounds like you're talking specifically to them uh, and then segmentation really leads into the next key component which is email personalization and it's really important because it will increase your um, engagement with your uh, subscribers significantly and when we're talking about email personalization, it's more than just personalizing for their name. It really involves reacting to their actions as well. So uh, it, it revolves around what they um, have bought, if they've abandoned a cart. And, and I'm sure you've all gotten a, an email along those lines saying, hey, we noticed that you left such and such in your cart. Uh, we want uh, to see if that was a mistake or not. Um, here's a discount or something like that to go along with it. Um, but it's getting down to that area. And it may sound a little creepy, but if you think about it, you really appreciate it when uh, people say, hey, I noticed what you were doing and I want to make sure that we can help you through whatever questions you have or whatever problems you're having or um, we just want to make sure that we take you to the next level. Um, you want to think of your email campaigns as marketing to just one person. Uh, rather than to the many. So it avoids the, hey, everybody out there syndrome that some of us have when we're sending email messages. And a great way to do this is to make sure that you're asking some personal questions, especially when they sign up for your email list. Um, you can ask them how they found you, um, what they're interested in, what their uh, key problems are, um, and that sort of stuff. And that will help you segment your list even more. And then the next, the last uh, element that you want to make sure that you're looking at when you're putting together your email marketing strategy is the analytics. And it's really where, um, it's really what's going to help you understand the success of your email marketing strategy and help you make it better. So some of the things that you should be tracking include a click-through rate, which is the percentage of email recipients who clicked on one or more links uh, contained in a given email. And it's really um, one of those things that uh, you, you kind of look at the total clicks or the unique clicks and you divide it by the number of delivered emails that, you, that you've sent out. And a lot of the, softw the software packages out there or platforms out there for email will actually give you that information. So when you are designing on an email marketing platform, that's one of those things that you want to look, look for. And you also want to look for some of these other things that we're going to talk about now. The next analytic that you want to look at is um, conversion rate. And this is the percentage of email recipients who have actually clicked on a link within the, the email and completed the desired 
action, such as filling out a lead generation form or purchasing a product. And that's really the number of people who completed the action times the total number of, uh, or divided by the total number of emails delivered. And you can get that um, through your email marketing platform as well. But another way to get that too is by putting uh, what we've called pixels on your website so that you can track who has gone from your email to your site and gone through the process. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that we can do that. And we'll get into those in, in uh, one of the upcoming episodes in our email marketing mastery class. Um, the next one that you want to look at is you want to look at bounce rate. And this is really how many of those emails that you that you sent out couldn't be delivered to the recipient's inbox. And there's two different ways that you can look at that. One is a hard bounce, which means that the email doesn't exist or is gone. And there's a soft bounce when it just couldn't be delivered to that email. Uh, the next uh, analytic that you want to look at is uh, your list growth rate. And uh, that obviously means how, how fast is your list growing or at what rate your list is growing. And this is really important because um, email lists have a tendency to uh, uh, deprecate or you lose email uh, contacts over time. And um, it's about 20% that you lose every year. So so you need to make sure that you're um, augmenting that by adding more and more people to your list, but making sure that they're the right people, that they're your ideal customers. So the last one that um, is important is your ROI, and that's really looking at the overall return on investment of your email campaigns. And it's looking at the revenue divided by the total amount that you spent on your email campaigns. There are other statistics that you can look at, but those are really the one, the main ones that um, I would suggest that you look at when you're looking at your email marketing strategy. And it's time for our last break. So when we come back, we'll wrap up our first look at email marketing mastery and then look at what's next. So, so stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank won't break the bank. So today I've given you an awful lot of information on how to help you establish a solid foundation for building your email marketing strategy. And as you've seen um, over the course of the last hour, um, there are a lot of moving parts 
um, that you need to keep in mind when, when it comes to email marketing. And I want you to remember that we are more interested in, in building relationships through inbound marketing rather than outbound marketing. Remember that inbound marketing is them actually requesting to start that relationship with you and outbound marketing is where you are um, just pushing out your information and you're saying buy my product or buy my service. Um, don't be that person who's just pushing out those messages. Instead, um, know that email marketing is really a long-term strategy. This is not something that is going to explode your uh marketing list overnight. Uh, what you're doing is you're cultivating that relationship with your audience. And while they're getting to know, like, and trust you, you're also evaluating them to make sure that they fit into your ideal customer um, picture. Uh, and, and this is really important because a lot of times, particularly as small businesses, uh, we have a tendency to want to do business with anyone who wants to do business with us. But I'm sure that all of you have had that experience at some point in, in your um, business career where you chose to work with somebody who didn't quite fit into your ideal customer avatar and that turned into a nightmare relationship with you because uh, either they they were off on their own planet uh, and they didn't understand what you were trying to do or what you could offer them or um, they wanted you to do something that was more than uh, what you had actually offered them. So you want to make sure that um, the fit is right both ways. So they need to be comfortable with you and what you're offering, and you need to be comfortable that this is the person that you really want to work with. And that's one of those things that you can discover through email marketing. And, and the last thing that I really want to make sure that you understand is it's it's more important or it's far better to have a small list of actively engaged subscribers than it is to have a huge list that you don't know much about and are having trouble connecting with. And this, this is one of those things that I get um, feedback on a lot. I get oh, Janet, I, I only have 50 people on my email list. And if if it's an engaged list, you can do an awful lot with 50 people on your email list. You want to build it from there, but it, it's a good place to start. You don't have to wait to um, get to a certain point before uh, you start your email marketing campaigns and your email marketing strategy. Implement it with your small list because that means that you can get to know you can get to know like and trust them a little bit more than you would if you're you had 10,000 people on your list. 10,000 people on your list or even 1,000 people on your list can be hard to manage. So if you're starting small, don't worry about it. Uh, it will grow over time and, and you'll be able to master uh, email marketing because you've learned a lot from, from your list and your business will grow significantly. So, so I don't want you to worry if you don't have a lot of people on your list. And I, I, I'm glad that you've joined us because we've made it to the end, end of our um, first session on our email mar marketing mastery series. And I hope you're excited to grow your business through email marketing. Um, I really love this topic because it's one of those things that I, I, I really have uh, near and dear to my heart is that you need to get to know your customers and really interact with them on a personal level. And we and uh, we just finished up our blogging series and we talked about how you need to be personal about that as far as what, what your message is to them. And this just dovetails right into that because now you're starting to talk to them on an even more personal level and on that one-to-one -one relationship. So I hope that um, I've uh, instilled that bug in you to, to get your email marketing going and you're going to join me on this journey as we go through the next couple of weeks on learning about email marketing mastery. I really would love to hear how you're going to use this information or what email marketing strategies have worked for you now or in the past. So please let me know um, how you're going to use this information um, by leaving me a comment on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And I'd love to follow you on your email marketing journey. Um, so connect with me on Twitter at Janet Kunst or Instagram at Janet.Kunst 
or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And um, if you do, and you have a, an email list that you want me to sign up for, I will do that um, and help you through that process. And if you have any questions about uh, what we've covered um, or you have a question that I didn't answer or you want me to answer on a future episode, um, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Um, one of the things that I want to challenge you to do is to start building that email list. And in a lot of cases, uh, one of the things that I, I get asked frequently is I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what to email my list. So uh, I want to give you an email challenge. So I have a 30-day email challenge. It's totally free and you can sign up at any time. And uh, each day what will happen is you'll receive a variety of tips and techniques that will help uh, you improve your email marketing. So uh, some of them may include things like how to put together your uh, marketing game plan, how to write a welcome email, um, the difference between autoresponders and uh, broadcast emails, how to create an email swipe file, um, creating your email content calendar. You know, we talked about um, putting together a blog calendar and how to put that together. We're going to do the, you'll get an email about how to do that as well for your email marketing strategy, how to track conversions, and, and there's a lot more. And what, and to sign up for that, all you need to do is go to 411marketingchallenge.com. That's 411marketingchallenge.com and sign up there. And uh, you'll also get access to our uh, Facebook group, uh, which is a closed group called 411 Marketing Challenge. And in there, you'll be able to ask questions um, about uh, your email marketing strategies. You'll be able to interact with other students um, and you'll get to uh, interact with me a little bit and, and get some support from me on your, on your uh, email marketing journey. I will be your uh, best cheerleader. So um, please do sign up. Again, that's at 411marketingchallenge.com. And uh, any questions that you have on email marketing, you can ask in, in that uh, Facebook group. Or if you have other questions about marketing, I will answer them in that Facebook group too. But you do need to sign up. So next week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to look at our, uh, we'll continue our email marketing mastery series. And we'll take a closer look at um, email segmentation and also look at how to start uh, crafting your email messages. And that's, and that's probably something that you're really looking forward to because um, putting together that email message, while there's no real formula, there are certain components that you really should use as part of that message and, how, and we'll look at how to craft that message and how to make it your own. So if you do have a question that you want answered, again, just send me an email at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com or connect with me on uh, my Facebook page at 411MarketingSolutions.com. Um, I really want to thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. And I really hope that this has been informative and you came away with some new ideas on how to market your business and how to use uh, email marketing to uh, as, as a foundation for uh, starting those relationships with your customers and your potential customers and helping them along that uh, customer journey so that you're talking to them directly where they need to to hear you and how they need to hear you and giving them that right message and that right choice to buy at specifically the right time. So have a great week and I will see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.